quick aside. Tomorrow is the day when the church requires priests, all priests, to pray for the legal protection of unborn children. And so I invite every one of you to pray with me and priests around the country for an end, an absolute end to abortion. Absolute. We've just celebrated Christmas, the incarnation of the Lord. By Christ's becoming man, God has sanctified human life from the moment of conception. The moment when the soul and the body become one. So let's affirm God's love for all of humanity and pray that others would come to know and act on that truth. Okay, so I want to start out. I'm going to take kind of a broad scope view of the world. The world we live in, right? Just for a second. And I want to ask the question, how does the world impose itself on us, especially you, your age? How does the world impose itself on you? Well, one of the main ways is that it lies to us consistently, constantly, all the time. Lies, all the time, about who we are, about how we can be happy, and that its way, no other way, its way is absolute and requires no questions to be asked. I think that's fair to say of the world, of culture, of society. I think that's totally fair. If you have a problem with that, we can talk after Mass. But I think it's fair. And in the world's non-negotiable beliefs, it tries to dominate our hearts. It tries to dominate our hearts under the guise of good things, right? It tries to own us as a commodity. And it's perpetually selling something to us that never fulfills us. Perpetually. All the time. And, and when we get enough courage to ask a question like, hey, that doesn't seem right to me. It tries to shut us out, isolate us, and make us feel alone and stupid for a legitimate inquiry. All right, so if we look at common themes that the world in general acts from, I'd say there are three main ones. Domination, isolation, and use. Right? The world tries to use us for its own gain. I think that's fair. I think that's fair to say. And for what? For things that pass away. As St. Paul says, this world, this world is passing away. Right? For money, for likes, for views, for fame. For things that are contrary to what our hearts are made for and are contrary to what our hearts actually desire. Right? That's the world. And what do we do as fallen people in response to this? Right? We often give in to these demands that the world imposes on us. We care too much about what people think about us. We care too much about how we look or what we have or we care too much about how successful we are according to the standards that the world has set before us. 
That's what we do. Essentially, we believe the lies that have been whispered into our ears. And then we cower in our insecurity and we fall in line. But every now and again, I think something sparks in our hearts towards the fact that this isn't it. This isn't what my heart desires. This isn't what I'm made for. This isn't what I'm supposed to be doing. Something rises up in us, right? And, and this longing for the infinite and for the truth and for the good comes pouring out, if only for a quick moment. It's like it can't be contained, right? Because our hearts aren't going to stay silent our whole life through, right? It's almost like you're, you're chained down and you have this sudden urge to break free from all that presses upon you. But even after this spark of desire to change, I think often we fall back into a, a mindset of nothing will change. It can't be done, so I'm just going to sit here in this mess knowing that this isn't it. I'm just going to sit and know that. It reminds me of that stupid song by John Mayer, Waiting on the World to Change. Yeah, you guys know what I'm talking about? I'm waiting on the world to change. You know. I mean, that song depicts perfectly what I'm talking about, right? We see something that's wrong. We can't do anything about it, so we'll just ease back into mediocrity, right? Brothers and sisters, there's, there is a way out of this, this thing that we all feel, this thing that we all know. There is a way out, a way to fulfillment and a way to the truth and a way to authentic love. There is a way, and that way is a person and that person is Jesus Christ, the Son of the living God. That's it. That's the way. That's the way. And just as he called Simon, Andrew, James, and John from a life of mediocrity in the gospel today, from washing their nets, he's calling each, each of your hearts in this very moment. He's calling each of you in a very unique and specific way, but he's calling you. That, I promise you, it's happening. And what is he calling us to? He's calling us out of the slavery that the world imposes on us into the freedom of the children of God. And living in this freedom, living out of the identity of a son or a daughter of God the Most High, that's not just for us to hold on to and grasp for ourselves. But it's to be given through us to those who remain enslaved. And what that means is that all of us are called to participate in the very mission of Jesus Christ himself. You're called to that. And that's a very serious thing. And what is Christ's mission that we're called to be a part of? What is that? 
Let's look at the Gospel of John, chapter 18, verse 37. He says, For this purpose I was born, and for this purpose I have come into the world, to bear witness to the truth. To bear witness to the truth. The truth about God. That he made us, that he loves us, and that when we fell, he sent his son to save us. That's true. Every one of those things are true. That we have an identity in Christ that is so far beyond anything that the world has to offer. And that in following Christ, we can live as we were made to live. In freedom, in the truth, and in authentic love. Those things are totally possible. But here's the catch. Because there's always one, right? To follow Christ, and I mean to truly follow him. Not to just be a Christian in name. It costs the entirety of ourselves. The whole thing. And it certainly costs everything that the world has placed upon us that we've grown accustomed to or grasped onto. So I think this is the question that we're all faced with. Am I willing to give up mediocrity for the fullness of truth? Am I willing to do that? Am I willing to shed the lies of the world and stand up for what is true and right and just? And maybe one of the scariest ones. Am I willing to face persecution, ridicule, and loss for what I've come to know and believe to be true? Am I willing to do that? Because it's precisely in this gift of self, this sacrifice of worldly things, this courage to follow our Lord that we find exactly what our hearts desire. That we're fulfilled. It's a peace that surpasses all understanding. And as you guys return to campus, as you get settled in, my prayer for you, for each of you, this semester, is that in your own unique way, that you would respond as the apostles responded in the gospel today. That you would drop your nets in total trust and immediately follow the Lord. Do you think those guys were perfect? No. Peter betrayed Jesus. They didn't understand what he was saying half the time. They made a bunch of mistakes. No, they weren't perfect. You don't have to be that either. Do you think they knew the plan? No. Eleven of the twelve of them got martyred. I guess Judas, well, he got replaced. And then his, the guy who replaced him got martyred too, right? No, they didn't know the plan. And neither do you. You don't need to know the plan. But what they did was they encountered the person of Jesus Christ 
and they trusted in him who called them. And so, do you hear him calling you in your own life? Do you hear his voice? And if not, I dare you to listen. Because he's calling. And once we hear that call, we have only to follow him. And what do we do with that, brothers and sisters? We go and make disciples of all nations. And in the name of Christ, we crush the lies that the world is feeding us, and we bring the truth to every soul that we encounter by how we live, by what we believe, by the truth that we've come to know. I want you to remember what our Lord said in the gospel today. This is the time of fulfillment. The kingdom of God is at hand. Repent and believe in the gospel.